Hey, everybody, you're listening to the Combo Wombo Podcast. I am Mr. Gimpy, and as always, I am with Chipped Monk. How's it going, brother? Hey, how's it going? I'm doing fantastic, man. Feeling good, living that good life. How about you? How's everything on your own? <laughs> living that good, good. I'm, I'm doing great, dude. Uh, I beat uh, the final campaign of Shovel Knight. Uh, whole game was fantastic. Um, and I was up way too late playing Final Fantasy. So, you know. You've been good, grinding good out stuff. levels. Oh, I know, bro. Like, you showed up all late. You're like, yeah, I slept through eight different alarms. I did. Uh, you know, <laughs> breakfast, uh, kid peeing on me. The cat uh, sleeping on my face. It was nuts, dude. And I'm like, all right, bro. That sounds like the first half was believable, but then it got a little bit more like you're just making up stuff, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, then like a, some clowns and a juggler came by. It was nuts. I was like, are you sure you weren't still dreaming at that point? An entire circus came through my my living room and uh, I slept I slept it. right <laughs> slept right through it. Man. You, <laughs> oh, they just stopping. left a flyer. That's the only reason I know they came by. So, yeah. It's like. Uh, it's like the Wizard of Oz. It's like, and you were there, and you were there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, it happens, dude. So, what have you been up to, man? What games have you been playing? <clears throat> I've been playing, still Overwatch. I've been playing a ton of that. That's been going pretty good. I feel a lot more confident in my shots. I've been doing that, like Game Tastic, the aim training. Been doing a little bit of that, uh, and then because I've been streaming Overwatch, like my game that I've been playing for the uh, relaxation is uh, Hearthstone. Now I've been. Oh, got, got back, back into, into the sauce crack. a little okay. bit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, our mutual buddy got me into it. He was like, hey, man, uh, watch me play some of this. And I was like, yeah, all right. And then I was like, man, I could I could play some of this. This looks kind of fun. Dude. Like, they got this new uh, battleground mode where basically it's kind of like a auto chess. I don't know if you remember auto chess. Like, yes. Uh, yeah. It's kind of the new hotness. Like, uh, I think Dota has a version of it. Uh, League of Legends had a, a version of auto chess battler. Uh, it basically started kind of as a mod, but yeah. now Hearthstone has their auto battler. Uh, basically, it's a slot machine or ver- uh, video poker. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, it's basically video poker where like you get to up your ante every other turn, and it's kind of a, a traditional style uh, where you're risking risk reward system. Uh, I, I believe it's called press your luck. I had to look it up last time, and I had to put it like in the. <laughs> yeah i was like i was like i I can't remember what it's called i'll put it down there and i was like press your luck mechanic that's what it's called where you like keep pressing your luck like you you risk your treasure to get more treasure or you sell stuff to trade it out and like you you try and like beat the curve yeah Uh, but i don't there's definitely some skill involved uh but there's definitely a lot of rng it's just it's just gambling but uh there's enough skill where you could probably place in the top uh four yeah, and as long as you place there, like you tend to get some uh, elo points or whatever. I don't know what they're called. Your little score points at the end. Okay, okay. Uh, so I'm already catching up to my uh, buddy. Nice, like, dude. I'm, yeah, I'm destroying these kids. They're like, okay, here's like a thousand points, and I'm like, yeah, all right, I'll take it. Uh, just, just yeah, stomping. But, okay. <laughs> so I've been I've been playing that for fun, and it's, it's been it's been fun. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't really get anything out of it. Like it's not again because it's like gambling. There's no real challenge here. I just kind of do it to take my mind off other like things in life. Yeah. I'm just like, it's just pure relaxation. There's like, I would have the same if I uh, was just playing slot machines straight up and down. And I do have straight slot machines on my uh, mobile phone now. Cause I was like, Hey man, let me get, <laughs> get all just these slot slots. Machines. <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> these straight free slots. Uh, so yeah, I've been dude. doing uh, the poker stars for that. And like that shit, uh, 
will keep you from actually gambling ever again in your life. Because like you see, like just with the virtual coins, like how fast your bankroll gets drained out. And you're like, oh, this is all just a, a scam. You, the house always wins. <laughs> if I remember right, that starts you off with like with like something ridiculous, like 300,000 chips or whatever, right? Something stupid. Yeah. And, yeah. and so now I'm down to zero. <laughs> and I was up gone. to like four million. I was up to like four million and now I'm down to zero. Dude, like it's, it's, that's, that's every gambler story. I was winning <laughs> at some point. I had I was up $900. I was up a thousand bucks and then I played it back. I should have yeah. left. That's the, I should have left while I was ahead. Should have been gone. Yeah, I, that's that's the gambler's fallacy, dude. I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that's awesome, I, that's, man. I don't know. So I, I think I kind of I'm pretty sure I uninstalled it. Uh, because that thing will hit you with notifications every 10 seconds. It's like, hey, how yeah. about gambling right now? And you're like, I'm busy. <laughs> like, when, when we had our, our uh, last poker night, um, it's it like reignited my love for poker. So I, I did install Poker Stars on, on a phone for a bit and did a couple of tournaments us, there. And uh, then you're yeah, right. The notifications was just like this. And I uninstalled it and never looked back. But then. I do have Poker Stars VR, so I have been known to jump in, sit at a table with some random yeah. people, and just play it. I yeah. gotta say, like uh, when we set that up, they do have some cool tools to set up, like with just like your buddies, where you can like be like, "Oh, I just want my friends at these tables," and like ha- like run a tournament. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and that's that's really nice that yeah, they have yeah. that stuff built in. It's definitely, uh, especially right now when like nobody's like really wanting to like everyone like there's people states apart or whatever, and like. Everybody sitting at home or staying at home or trying to stay safe or whatever. It's like you just play virtual, yeah. uh, get a group of people going. Like that's always fun. I, I will say, since we have we have you know friends different in different states and things like that, got hosts uh, in different area codes. <laughs> different area <laughs> codes. Hey man, you can't say any more yeah. than that. You're, we're gonna get, yeah. have to yeah, pay yeah. money. You're right. You're right. But uh, um, I find myself just when we're playing it's not just a competitive game we're playing right it'll be something more casual just even something that's like yeah. poker or like uh jackbox or something uh just just to chill you know and and uh i feel like poker stars has that or just gambling games in general because i know we've, we've kind of shit on some gambling games and i've and i've i've been on record saying gambling like the the slow drip of euphoria doesn't really work for me and it yeah. doesn't but something like blackjack or poker i enjoy the strategy of it and and um i really enjoy just sitting around and shooting the shit with people you know with friends yeah. and, and uh with people in different states and things like that it's i've definitely you know, said as like uh, i've gotten older i look more at video games as just like a chat room interface to talk with my buddies i don't really play the games necessarily yeah. to like for the enjoyment of the games just because I've played like every type of game almost at this point where yeah, uh, the, the novelty of are like, I also don't feel like I'm going to be the best at the world at any game. Like I'm like, so I'm like, I don't have that. I, I feel like there's like a lot of younger people like, I'm going to be the best at this game. So they like really go try hard. They're like, I got to learn all the strategies and all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm good. Like I'll, I'll do my aim trainer. So I'm not the worst person on the team, but yeah. you know, I'm yeah. not going to be like uh, calling out stuff. Like we had this dude, uh, in overwatch he started calling out plays like it was like a football game dude he's like blue thunder we're running blue thunder go up go up <laughs> i was like blue what thunder. the fuck is blue? <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was nuts dude i was like this guy's going super try hard like i i uh i make up random ass 
play names a lot of the time. Yeah. I was like, all right, all right, guys, Kansas City Shuffle. And just <laughs> fucking make it up as I go. Uh, but especially playing Valorant, it's like Kansas I was like, all right, City boy. Shuffle, 42, 42, come on. Uh, <laughs> why did you not? Why was Site B open, bro? I said 47 blue, Kansas City Shuffle. There's, there's a lot of, uh, <laughs> start raging. This is a map on Valorant where you can like go through teleporters to different sides of the map and things like that. So I, I randomly called it the Whirly Bird. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Whirly Bird never fails. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I, was like, I don't know. <laughs> it works, man. Work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, dude, I, I get that. And I feel like a lot of people, especially now with like how online play has just become such a normal thing, uh, a lot of people have the Pokemon theme song just playing in their head. <laughs> like whatever, whatever game they're playing, it's just like just go for it. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's been good, I will man. Be the very best. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's dude. all I can sing. Yeah, that's all I can sing because of the DLC. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's the one. Um, that's what they're I, thinking in their head. So, how ha- have you worked on Generic Quest at all in the last couple of weeks? No, I've been working on my schedule because I've been trying to upload content to YouTube. I've been working on those shorts. So this has been yes. going really well. I feel like I'm actually like making some momentum, but it, it seems so random, like with the way the algorithm works. Where it's like some of the videos I put out will get like a hundred views and then some will just get three views. And I'm like, but why though? <laughs> like there's no <laughs> uh so I, I don't know. I've been testing out different things, different theories. It seems like uh comments uh likes are really big on that so like if you can get like somebody to like your video like when when it's on the short feed that's huge uh where it'll it'll promote it more i think they do a lot of a b testing but uh so i've been in that world i've been looking at like analytics like where are people tuning off like how can i make this crazier and like 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 10 seconds long right (laughs) where they're tuning off like three seconds in yeah dude like it's that's the way it goes. Dude. The people have a three second tension span. It's like shorter than a golf is uh, according to some studies that, are, you know, it's probably fake science or whatever, but whatever. <laughs> it seems right, dude, based on like uh, just how sad like the numbers are. Like when you start looking at things like when I just put like a simple like, hey, like this, like that worked. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I can't believe I have to tell people just to like this video, dude. Like it, it is like I'm so disappointed in humanity where it's like. You think people just like things that they enjoy or like, I don't know. It's weird. They treat it like it's that, that if every single person on, on YouTube does it right. I, I think at some point it's not, it, it, it becoming the norm is because it works. Right. It's, it's one of those things where, where, uh, like you know, yeah, condition was, people to do it. Like you hear it, the call to it. action. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, that yeah. shit works, dude. Advertising works. Uh, <laughs> So I've been working on a schedule because of the YouTube endeavors and I've been looking at Sunday as like my game development day, I think. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure how much time I'm actually going to spend on it. Like, I think after I'm done with generic quests, I think I'm taking another break from game making, but you wouldn't know it based on how many breaks I take in between <laughs> each of my games. It's all right, uh, man. I'll, That's yeah. like a six year break. Let's be honest. <laughs> You're good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think I'm going <laughs> to try and finish that. I'm going to probably put it out somewhere like, Originally, I was just, it was just going to be for me just to play like I'm in the living room and like enjoy it. But I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, it would be so easy to like create that executable and, and just throw it up online for people. So, yeah, I think I'll I'll definitely probably try and get that figured out. My schedule has been pretty good. I've been keeping like Saturday mostly open. I usually do editing then. And then Sunday was like just my day to chill. Yeah. Uh, but I wouldn't mind spending like 
even if it was like two or three hours, that's, you know, progress. Like I, I think blocking out any chunk of time I've been getting up in the morning, still uh, working out, just walking. So I've been yeah. sticking to that. I've been keeping it on a calendar. I've been doing little, little hash marks every day. Like I'm in prison <laughs> or I'm just like another day, another, another uh, hour of, of walking done. Yeah. Uh, you know, just mark it on yourself like Zaz from Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't know. There's, there's something to that as well. Like where I'm talking smack about like, you know, calls to action and stuff and people like, you know, being conditioned to like the like and subscribe on stuff when people ask for it. But like, there's something about like, if you have a calendar and like, you have like a lot of progress, like for days in a row, you're like, yeah, yeah, I don't even feel like it, but I, I, I don't want that blank spot there. <laughs> like, it's weird. It's like a weird uh, that pressure response. Right? Yeah, yeah, if that works. A little man. pressure, uh, and like I have missed some days. Like I've been sick and stuff, and yeah, other days where I'm just like way too tired. I'm just like, yeah, I could do this, but I'm rather just rest. It's probably better if I just rest today. Uh, Understood. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think, like you said, just kind of keeping like a healthy outlook on things, and like even if you push pause on something it's not forgotten like you're gonna get back to it and like you know that's okay yeah no there's uh for my own for my stealth game that i'm i'm working on yeah man. Uh, uh i i think i maybe jean claude van damme sneaking <laughs> yes. uh, stealth yes um i am split and slit I'm making a, you know, I, I think I said I had a walk cycle and things ready for the character. I cleaned that up a lot, uh, read a lot of, read and looked at a lot of tutorials on um, top-down animating and top-down drawing because everything I've ever done has been from a, you know, 2D perspective, like a yeah. side 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 view. So I've never done anything from like a top-down or or even an isometric style. Yeah, so three fours. Yeah, so I've been learning a lot about about that which is which has been fun actually it's been it's 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 something that i didn't think even though i made games right but i was a big fan of like platformers and stuff so i I never thought i'd need this and i always would would get like someone else doing the art but uh this is just a full solo project um you know like the placeholder art will probably be the just main art so it's just like yeah might as well might as well perfect this so are you uh, using humans are they humanoid characters Oh, it's definitely stylized, but yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just, so, you know, it's it's an open possibility space. So they could be monsters, they could be robots, yes. they could be circles and squares and shit, dude. Like yeah. Sky's yeah. the limit. Yeah, so I got a uh I got a walk cycle for the main character. Um I got the sneaking cycle, so uh, you can actually press up against the wall and you'll you know Does like the main character it. have a name? No, uh, no, not at this point. Um, May I and- suggest Chipped Monk? <laughs> you can't suggest that. Your suggestion will go into advisement. <laughs> so like just like a trash bin, you just put it in. You're like, I'll go right to advisement. You like open up a, like a drawer, then close it, and then throw it in the, the bin right next to it. Exactly. But um, I have I have a life cycle for that. I got some, and I got two enemies. Just you know, actually drawn it in the game now um they're patrolling uh I, I haven't really done any programming so mostly art this week um yeah but uh the enemies are patrolling they will if they have line of sight they will look and pursue but um i haven't done any tweaking yet so you know uh, slow progress but prog- but any progress is good progress right so yeah um, are you using that same uh room camera that i saw you build out that one time like actually yes yeah. Nice. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was yeah, like, but... I'm not I'm pretty sure I was like maybe a different camera. It was like such a modular system. I was like, 
you did so much work on that. I would I was like, I would hate to like see you try and reinvent the wheel. I'm like, bro, you already had like a really good camera system. And you're like, yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, I just tossed that, I started a new one, and I'm like, all right, well. Yeah, yeah, no, that uh, camera system that you saw me work at was that that was the uh, early summer, wasn't it? I feel yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I just dabbling around. So you're like, oh, I'm just playing around. You know, I'm trying to get back into game making. I was like, check out this camera system I've been working. I'm like, oh shit, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah. I used that camera system I made. So you know, I'm excited for it. Um, I'm, I'm trying to stick to this timeline that I set myself to show everyone um, in October, um, kind of the progress that I'm making. And and uh, I don't know if I'll get to just true gameplay yet, but we'll at least have an update. Um, on the on the YouTube version of the pod, so I'm excited for yeah. it, man. So like we're, we're trying to. I feel like the podcast has been keeping us more accountable to ourselves. <laughs> I I think to like not only accountability, but we're talking about games and the industry so much where. It, it's like every aspect of it. I'm like, I, I want more, you know, like in my day to day life, like even when I'm playing games, like I always look at it at a lot of games from a like with the developer hat. But now that we're, we're yeah. talking about it so often, the hat's a lot tighter, you know, so, oh, yeah. so it's, it's been good. It's been good. Yeah, I've definitely been like still like jotting down notes and stuff like on my phone, like every time like I come up with like different ideas, I'm like, oh, let me add this to my idea pile. Uh, and like, even yeah. today, like while I was like uh, at the gym, I was like thinking of like several different things for like uh, video editing. I was like, oh, I should write this. I was like, oh, I'll remember, and I and I didn't. So <laughs> you should have wrote, <laughs> yeah, wrote it out. Moral of that uh, story, yeah, dude. Uh, so uh, I'm actually really excited about something that. It's so funny, man. I feel like like whenever we bring up a topic on the podcast, a few weeks later something in the industry happens where it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. So what was it? Two, maybe three pods ago, I spoke about Doom Eternal and them dropping the ball on their proposed invasion mechanic where yep. someone was playing to the single player and another player could invade that person's single player world and try and wreck their shit. Kind of like the, you know, most famously Dark done by Souls. Dark Souls. Yeah. yeah. But the Dark Souls invasion mechanic in a first-person shooter, I thought, would be fantastic and do gangbusters. And I'm, I'm uh, one night I'm, I'm, I'm up pretty late, right? And the little game called Deathloop was launching. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, this game wasn't really on my radar, but everyone seems to be pretty excited about it. And it's, it's getting great review scores right before launch. I'm like, okay, what's, what, what's it about? I've never even I, heard of this game. Exactly. Exactly. I, I feel like every trailer and things f- and like media released for the game their c- arcane studios is consistently trying to explain what the fuck the game is so the yeah. best way i can describe it is uh they call it like an immersive sim so we spoke about like deus ex and uh things like that like the og one cruel uh cruelty squad being another and uh so it's let me try and subscribe it's, it's uh hitman Deus Ex, um, and Back to the Future rolled into a rolled into a ball and made video what? game. I know, I know. It's so it's so it strange. Make sense. All right, so, so you, do you play the Hitman from the future? You're going in back to the past, or is it kind versa. of like you're like from you're in the, the past and you're going, going to the future, the future, but also going back to the past? So you're 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 to assassinate you're Marty McFly. Guys. Yes. So you're you're you're. Uh, your goal is to assassinate these these targets 
Um, so and you do it however you can, and then there's like a time limit as well. Because but you use time to your advantage, so you can like like have temporal distortions to be in multiple places at once. It's so fucking mind blowing, and the fact that Arcane Studios was able to deliver on this is fucking incredible, dude. It's it's so hard to explain that that I I understand their their press their there's troubles with the press releases now. Was but, it like the game with the the Jonathan Blow made, you know what I'm talking about? Braid. Yeah, is it, it kind of like Braid with the time mechanic? Or is it okay, more like Super okay. Meat Boy? No, no. Where like it's, at the end, it's like you see like all these different possibilities where you died and stuff? Like, you have that, but it's not quite. It's it's such an amalgam, dude, where where yeah. if you mention a game with thing. a time mechanic, yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> all right. um, but... Uh, so this game wasn't on my radar. And then one thing when I was reading a review caught my eye. Someone is trying to invade your world to assassinate you. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait a second. Sure enough, Arcade Studios implemented. So it's either an AI that will invade you and try to impede your project progress, right? But not all the time. You can have a person invade your single player game Disguised as an NPC, I believe, and hunt your ass down. Have you done this? <laughs> Have you progress. gone into other people's no, worlds? No, and... not not yet, not yet. So I was going to get the game on. Uh, so it's on PS5 or PC, right? I've just watched streams of it so far. Um, so PC, it, they're using, and this is so unfortunate. They're using Denuvo. Uh, the, the fuck is Denuvo? It's the um, anti-piracy uh, DRM. They're using oh. it. On t- so it, it is known to. Uh, like fuck with CPU cycles and stuff, so the game has stuttering issues. Um, they're working on a fix, and the PS. So I was thinking about getting it on PS5, and um, lo and behold, it's actually sold out at the store when I went. So yeah. I was like, I, I want it on PC, but if 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 the uh, it, piracy, do they have a digital PS5 version that can you get from the PlayStation Store? I like that's my that's my thing though. I like physical copies. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, so I'm, I won't. You have a whole library. You have a whole shrine you're building. You want to be buried with all your uh, PlayStation games. Buried with all my stuff. Because you know it's mine. (laughs) Like an Egyptian king. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, So that's funny. Speaking of that, I told my my wife not to bury just to have me stuffed and placed in a mausoleum. So I can (laughs) just sit there. Just you and your cat and all your PlayStation games. Exactly. But yeah, so so that's unfortunate with the the Denuvo. Uh, piracy things like the industry keeps using this program and everything gets cracked in the first like two three weeks but their logic is you have two three weeks of of legitimate sales i'm like that's such a backwards ass way of thinking but i mean you know, you yeah, to be uh, they do make a lot of their money in those first couple of weeks like for new titles especially yes so if you just add like just that little hindrance like I haven't looked at the numbers, but I'm assuming it's probably like a seven eight percent bump, like oh, I'm sure. overall. I'm sure it's enough uh, to to warrant it on the business end. So, yeah. and I know like the I'm telling you, bro, just much like the uh, the like subscribe share button, dude. Like you, it's so annoying. You have to do it like even like on those like five second clips, dude. I'm like, all right, I gotta throw this in here somehow. I gotta figure out how to fit this stupid call to action in like the first little bit because like it makes such a huge difference. Yeah. Uh, it's it's like the difference between like nobody seeing it and like thousands of people seeing like something you know like yeah I, and like hopefully this game can get some hype behind it because it sounds like it's doing a lot of things right you know oh my god it's so 
every single... I mean, it's already sold out, like you said. Like yeah, it was sold out, at, uh, sold out at the Target um, n- near me. Um, so I'm going to try and... I, I think I'm going to try and get it again today after the pod. Um, I think I'm going to eat some breakfast and uh, go out and see and uh, see if they have it like a Best Buy or a different Target. Because before I was just with the kids. So I just like, was like, oh, I'm already in the store. Let's see if it's here. Whoop, sold out. I'm like, Damn, good for them. Uh, yeah. So I got to apologize to Arcane Studios, dude. I was fucking sleeping on them. After the first Dishonored, I'm just like, yeah, it was pretty fun. Right, never went to get play Dishonored two. Was impressed with the level design and yeah. uh, people like Dishonored, bro. That's a great yeah. game. Like it's a good franchise. Like yeah, I don't, it was not for me. It felt like too much like every other you know uh, gunmetal gray shooter out there. Mm, but it's, it's, the stealth that they did was so much so I know. interesting. You're right, but um, they also it, but like just on the box, and I'm just like yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, they also handled the reboot of Prey. Which I slept on, and so when I was looking at Deathloop, I'm like, Arcane Studios, they made Dishonored. What else do they make, right? I slept on the Prey reboot, which is fucking System Shock, dude. They basically made System Shock three, and and yeah. I, and, and me like System Shock two and one and two are, are one of my favorite games ever, and I've been waiting like like every other fucking Tom, Dick, and Harry for for like. 20 of over 20 years for a system shock three and there's remakes happening from night dive studios and uh i you know with those with some of the ogs went and made bioshock i fucking ate that shit up and prey the reboot for prey was basically fucking system shock three and i and i slept on it so i'm like watching this retrospective video on, on prey and i'm like god damn what the fuck is wrong with me why did i sleep <laughs> on this so i stopped that video to not get spoiled and i and i went and picked up prey so <laughs> so i'm gonna start playing All through right, that man. going down a whole rabbit hole dude. <laughs> but here's the thing too arcane studios they're fucking eye for level design in a first person space and using their gameplay to like elevate the game is so fucking good dude i want so are they the french studio is that who i'm thinking of i don't think they're french i i, I i'm honestly not sure I, I didn't look into it they're they're uh they were i'm gonna throw Bethesda, this out here so they're underneath microsoft's banner and i have a go ahead i'm gonna just throw this out i think they're the, the studio that was like offered portal to make it or like the half-life story mode or some shit I want to say they're a French studio, and I think they got like offered like a bunch of like weird projects from Valve at one point, and they're like, "Yeah, here you go. Here's like a Half Life game." And then the like, Valve was like, "Now nah, we just decided not to make it instead." Oh, they are French. They are French. You're right. Uh, so they're they were underneath Bethesda. Yeah, I want to so, say that they have a cool. good documentary somewhere on YouTube where it's like them getting like the like the Half Life game that would have been made it was like something like that these vague recollections of like, and like they walked through like, right. so like, yeah, you're right. Dude. So they were, they were the studio. Boom. <laughs> I know. Uh, Cause I remember them talking about level design in that. And I was like, I cared more about the half-life so, franchise at that. And I was like, huh, this is interesting. And then they were talking about like how they go about designing scenes and sets and stuff in that like uh YouTube video. And it, it's really good. It's worth watching. Uh, but like they definitely take into consideration like the uh, environment as a character. Yes, yes. So they were uh, the studio that was working on the Ravenholm spinoff game, and those of you who've played Half-Life 2 know that Ravenholm is one of, if one, if not the standout event in Half-Life 2. So, so much fucking shit is really good with Ravenholm, and the fact that Valve is working with Arcane to, to damn dude, that's some good. That, that's some good knowledge, man. You don't always hit us with some with, with Bro. some facts, but you did. <laughs> don't sleep like I just, it's been fucking... getting up, walking, dude, getting the blood flowing. I'm like. 
wait a minute, like the little neurons are firing off. I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is. Right. I was yeah. like, I'm just gonna make a bold statement. It's like sometimes they hit, they hit hard, bro. <laughs> you you hit me right in the fucking mind's eye, dude. I'm gonna look into that. <laughs> it's insane. But yeah, dude, I I just want to publicly apologize to Arcane Studios. I slept on you guys, man, and I I I'm an idiot. <laughs> That's the I I can't believe how much gold they've been spinning, and they made like a. It's like the new prey game was like immediately up my alley. I'm like looking at it. I'm like, this is fucking System Shock. And then I'm, yeah. I'm like listening to an interview from one of them. They're like, well, System Shock was one of our big, big uh, influences on this. I'm like, motherfucker. It's <laughs> like, let's let's go, let's go. This is it. Yeah, they've they've had like a lot of like really unfortunate like shakes at the stick. A lot of bad uh, publisher deals and stuff too that that have hurt before the Bethesda and they talk up, or, or yeah, and they talk about it uh, about all that and like that documentary. But it was like the guy who like runs the stupid. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah, they've been they've been getting slept on and they've been getting like a lot of raw deals, but like they consistently put out amazing uh video games, amazing level design, great uh yeah. Great great team. They're really cool, super French. Can't state <laughs> that enough. <laughs> so damn, dude, that's that's awesome. Uh man, I, yeah, I just looked up that you better you're talking about. <laughs> I'm just gonna add that like, mind boggling. It, it really how did, is. How did Chip know? <laughs> Chip, I mean, you Chip hit me with always that. just talking out of his ass, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you hit me with this new game though. Like that sounds like I'm by looking to get it for Steam when they figure out the uh the Denuvo shit. Yeah, the Denuvo situation. Like, I, yeah, I'm gonna definitely put that on like a maybe a wish list because let's yeah. be real. Like in the days of always on sale pricing, I'm probably just gonna wait till like Black Friday Black or Friday Christmas. Or, yeah, I'll just add it to my wish list and I'll be like, all right, yeah, it's five dollars off. Now it's worth it somehow. True. <laughs> True. Um so here's the interesting thing with that game, speaking of raw publishing deals and things like that. So as we as we all know and and I believe we've covered on the pod at least a little bit, uh Microsoft bought Bethesda. Bethesda yeah. had under the their umbrella including id software machine games and arcane studios so arcane studios already had a contract for Deathloop. it's a ps5 exclusive so it's a, the game it's a microsoft studios game released exclusively for pc and ps5 with a year's time frame to be released on the xbox isn't that ridiculous yeah. like like just how how that worked out so right now <laughs> that, we have an cool. xbox studios game on uh, like oh the only console it's on is on ps5 i, I find that just super funny and like what the fuck but i mean like we're seeing deals. final fantasy games finally coming over to xbox as well and like those were uh first party sony exclusives for a long time like i know square enix Signed like a crazy contract with them, like yeah. That's, at one that's, point, uh, man, we've we've covered that too. That's um, Nintendo's biggest failing is uh, not not maintaining the good working relationship with Square because that was one of the things that uh, really put the nail in the coffin to get the Sony PlayStation just some clout in the world. It was because their display yeah. system and and uh, Final Fantasy Final Fantasy Seven. It's it's un unreal how big that game was and in its own right final fantasy 8 as well when it introduced realistically proportioned characters and things so yeah yeah dude so it's it's incredible um speaking of microsoft we may be covering something next week they're rumored to be doing another really big studio acquisition um i mean they pretty much have to at this point like with they seem to have gone all in on their uh game pass yes at this yes. point and, and they might even be transitioning away from physical hardware uh i could see them trying that's to do that's always been the rumor and 
I mean, they've been I, doing this for a, a while. Yeah. Like, I could see them instead of an Xbox, you just have a, a, a Microsoft box <laughs> where yeah. it's like Windows uh, 11 or 12 and like it plays games. Like, it just simplifies like the interface and it's like all uh, maybe gesture base or something. Cause I've always felt that they might as well integrate that stuff already. Me personally, as an old man, where I'm like, how come I can't get my Microsoft calendar on here and my emails? I want to be able to check my emails and my calendar. It's because uh, everyone uses Google, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I, yeah. I mean, they have the app store. Maybe they could do something for that. But yeah. me personally, I was like, this doesn't make sense. I was like, how come I can't just open up like a word pad in here and like use the microphone to like dictate out like a quick memo or something? So uh, uh, the studios rumored are... Um, uh, Konami, which we've discussed, I could. Uh, the people have been saying that they want them to get dump their game uh, IPs, yeah. Kon- like so, you know, Silent yep. Hill, Metal Gear. Like uh, they're like free of free the games. Konami, stop it! Yeah, yeah, Castlevania. Uh, yeah, uh, the other the other studio, uh, and I'm gonna list the most uh, Blades crazy one crazy one last, but uh, another studio, Sega. Um, okay. I feel like Sega's been on already went through like one bankruptcy and they're already basically just a licensing company. Like the Sega of America, I want to say it's like a dozen people or something like <laughs> working out of a broom closet at this point, but they teamed up with fans and stuff. They've put a lot of good, they've done a lot of uh, community work and yes. building up like a positive brand image. Uh, yes. Where like they're like they've embraced like fan games they've embraced like some of like the more ridiculous nature of like the sonic memes yep uh they've they've put out new games that are more uh old school that that people enjoy and they've they've really embraced like that model they've constantly licensing out things on like the the steam store and stuff so mm-hmm. uh they've done a lot of hard work since uh, the downfall with the uh dreamcast and the final uh rumored studio which i can't I can't believe this. Take two, who um, parent company of stuff like Rockstar. Uh, they have the two K like video game series, like uh, the basketball. And I and, uh, don't think they can afford Take Two. <laughs> like that's how I was like. So I was like, just like Rockstar alone is like a billion dollar company. But then I mean, didn't they buy Bethesda for like three point five or something like that billion dollars? Or I can't remember the exact. Sales I, price, I guess and like right now, like ever. This is what I've been trying. I've been telling people this uh, kind of tongue in cheek, but it's also serious. Is like right now is like the best time with the most opportunities. Uh, if you're into business, if you're an entrepreneur, uh, they're basically giving away money for free. Like banks are loaning people money at like le- like one percent or a quarter percent, like on these like hundred million. Uh, deals like you can get like special interest rates you can get like bonds you can get bonds issued for basically nothing uh so if you can leverage a large amount of like debt for like basically zero interest like uh you should do that because like you're going to definitely make gains on uh, any any sort of acquisition you make i mean if you know what you're doing like if you're already uh, at that level uh, you know we are not uh, tax professionals or anything else. Consult like a, right. uh, an attorney or whatever. But like, <laughs> if you're a business person, like, like now's a great time to be in business. Uh, I want to say like some of the top uh, 500 companies all came to being like during the Great Depression. Uh, so there's that. Yeah, well, it's like your Johnsons and Johnsons and like this sort of thing. Uh, right, right. That's 
Yeah, you, you've got a point already, there. Yeah, you have to learn how to do things like on a leaner budget. You have to like target specifically what people need or, or want and like help get that to them, like facilitate like, uh, you know, these type of things. Yeah. So I don't. I know Microsoft. I think also has like five billion in cash reserves too. So, right. It's something uh, ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so with with that being said, um, back to Arcane Studios. Uh, congratulations on Deathloop's launch, guys. The uh, reviews are incredible. The game looks incredible. Um, and and you did what I wanted id Software to do. And the fact that you guys are under the same umbrella and you did it first and now implementing that dark souls like invasion system is going to be like like yes it's like dark souls and now it's like death loop so i you know hats yeah. off um and that got me thinking man is there is there any other like a game you can think of that took a mechanic from another one and did it in a different genre but but you know just to try I and mean, elevate that <laughs> i kind of touched a little bit on like right at the jump like that hearthstone uh battleground mode is basically auto chess right like they, they're definitely elevated they made it its own thing and it's i would say not necessarily better but different and fun so like and you could also say the same thing about like uh you know h1z1 where Fortnite kind of like took all that with the lawsuit you know against epic games because they were working on the uh net code for PUBG and player unknown that's the user ah, yes. name of the yes made the original mod uh for arma which is you know the h1z1 those two guys who like worked on that mod one went off to make h1z1 the other one went on to make PUBG. as he was working on PUBG, they had like infamously bad uh net code issues and so they paid uh epic games to come in and like hey help us work out this net code also only a couple months later they dropped fortnite and they're like Hey, what the fuck, bro? Yes. And then, like, if you look at like the original like blueprint for Fortnite too, it was like a zombie survival game. It had yes. zero to do with like a, a battle royale thing. So it's like, I, I ain't no lawyer, but this is interesting. Uh, so, but they definitely took a lot of those mechanics and then added them to a zombie survival with build mechanics, and it elevated the whole, the whole genre, the whole game. But like having good net code and like a, a stylized uh, feel to it also adds a lot too. Yes, yes. So the interesting thing with the uh, PUBG thing is uh, they, they they asked Epic to help because the Unreal Engine was really shit at scaling. So yeah. it, it wasn't just the netcode, but it was actually rendering that many players on one big open world was a huge fucking issue, and yeah. uh, they couldn't get around it. So Epic actually... This is so funny because this is what that lawsuit was based on. Epic released an update to help with this rendering issue for a game for lar- large open, large scale, um, you know, multiplayer oriented uh, worlds, and it was going to help MMOs. It was going to help the BRs like PUBG, but they had that code on Fortnite first for I believe it was a period of three months. And that was the big gripe that led to the guys behind PUBG uh, Blue Hole, um, which I think is called PUBG Corp now, uh, to sue Epic because they're like, this is unfair. Suspicious. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's a great example. And I thought I thought Brendan Green worked on uh, or Player Unknown worked on H1Z1 and then left to do PUBG. I, I think thought, he might I have. He was, it definitely yeah. seemed like they sold that it was just uh, company. Him. Yeah. Yeah. I think they sold it and then he moved on to work on his own thing. And I, I think like he got a sense after that acquisition that uh, they were no longer interested in improving the game 
and yes. they were just interested in like selling cosmetics. Uh, and that game needed a lot of work. So he's like, all right, we're going to go start over Pocket someplace from the ground up. Yeah. He's, he's also has since left uh, PUBG in the game. <clears throat> the game still bears his gamer tag and he's long yeah. gone. I, and I think they good they, for him, man. That guy's yeah. a smart guy, uh, really hit on like some gold there and uh, got all of its, all, every penny it's worth, dude. Like it, he left nothing on the table, man. Like, that's what you hope would happen too. Like you, you don't want people like getting like screwed over and stuff. And like, uh, from my understanding, every time like you start a big company, every time you take in seed money, yes, they're taking your company. They want your company. Like yes. they don't want you in charge anymore. They want uh, whatever your company is. They want the parts of it. That uh, is the Shark Tank motto. That's why they. That's why the shark sharks from Shark Tank will will offer like the cash you want for a larger percent you know so yeah. that way they can have something to build on to keep going yeah uh some people just make companies with the intention to sell well yeah so that's that's a definite I, I i feel like when you get to that like uh three four x size like you need to consider like your exit strategy yeah uh, some people don't i know like the guy who started snapchat like he they're very interested in like that company and that brand. And like they notoriously hold like controlling shares and like they refuse to ever get rid of them. Hmm. So there's, there are exceptions to the rule, but that's usually not the rule. Usually like what happens is like IBM where like it started by like a husband and wife and then slowly they like get rid of like uh, the husband and then like they get rid of the wife and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they like, you know, like they, they slowly take over and they take more, more and more control by like the board and like they, you know, try and turn you against like your, your partners and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, and you, and you get rewarded like monetarily for those things, but like, it, it's still kind of to understand. It's like part of the business literally is, is yes. like, uh, getting creatives out of the space that, that made the, the products our industry big. They're like, Oh, we gotta get the person who had the big vision out of here. Because now the vision's like now we're just trying to get that vision running five uh, percent better year after year uh, to, to get more profits. <laughs> that's true, and that's a great leeway into another really good example of um, a studio doing taking a gameplay style and improving upon it elsewhere. Dota All Stars, right? Like yeah. that's that split. Uh, the two main main developers known for this one went to valve the other you know st- went, did started riot games or i can't remember how that exactly went down but you know uh, and uh well, oh there's three right because it split to three so it was uh it was riot for league of legends it was uh valve for dota 2 and then it was uh uh what is that what is that third Han, Heroes of New York, Heroes of New York. That's what it was. Uh, was the other, and I believe Han was like the closest to Dota, as well. Okay, and uh, but also the least adopted. Uh, League of Legends probably had the highest adoption rate because of I think they were really good at character design, right? And that their helps, art yeah. style was very friendly. It was also free to play. Uh, they made yes. it run basically on anything. Yeah, like their their target market was like people who are still playing StarCraft, the first one. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, how can we make this run on those computers and, and like have good net play? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's what they did. And they've been slowly upgrading the look of that game over time. Like it looks nice, and like it looks how you think. But if you actually go back and look at it, 
it looks like absolute asshole. Like go from, look at like those from when fir- it first launched. Yeah, 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 like those first like few years. Like it wasn't like a little bit of time. It was like seven or eight years. The thing looked like absolute garbage. Uh, it looked like it looked bad at the time it came out, and it you know it was just fun to play. And you're like, oh, whatever. It's a small download. Uh, now it's a huge download, it's a huge and it download. looks nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, full of uh, potentially interesting, you know, protectors that yes. people uh, say are possibly watching you all the time or mining using your computer to mine coins for you know chinese <laughs> hackers Lim yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that's it's it's incredible like how but that also leads to it can lead to competition which leads to growth of a genre which leads to you know more eyes on the industry as a whole um i will give now probably my favorite example of this phenomenon of of uh gameplay styles being aped by another company and done better or you know let's say not quite uh do you remember a little game called street fighter yeah so when capcom yes so when street fighter indie upstart a little indie upstart capcom in the late 80s (laughs) um so post street fighter 2 uh capcom split a lot of people from capcom wanted to make another fighting game but they didn't want to they didn't have the same ideas for Street Fighter Two as their as what it became, right? Uh, so they these guys went to SNK. They might have formed SNK. I can't quite remember. I think SNK was around first, but uh, then a little game called uh, Fatal Fury came out, or was it Art of Fighting first? Whichever one. But if you look at the archetype of Ryu versus Ryo. Uh, the fact that they both have this, the same move set just tweaked slightly. <laughs> it's yeah. incredible. So that rivalry basically formed modern day fighting games, the SNK Capcom rivalry. And it came because people split from after street fighter one, uh, and street fighter two to make this new fighting game juggernaut that led to. You know, Fatal Fury, Art of Fighting, eventually to King of Fighters. You know, so yeah. uh, and King of Fighters and like the Street Fighter series. If you notice, King of Fighters, like how they handle projectiles, it's mostly ground based. A lot, like the main, the protagonists, all of their projectiles, like will will be fire coming up from the ground and sliding through the level. Uh, Street Fighter, it's aerial based. And uh, their combo systems are handled differently. But the reason why something like Capcom versus SNK worked so damn well is because they were bred from the same seed, you know? So combining, like, Terry Bogard and Ken Masters was just, duh. (laughs) Because, you know, they're, they're, like, they're, they're, like, you know, stepbrothers or whatever, honestly. So, yeah. That led to competition, which led to, you know, the industry and the fighting game boom of the arcades growing. So it's, you know, it happened, dude. It's 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 one of those things where I think if you're the first one to be a copycat and you do it well, you are providing healthy, healthy competition and uh, you're going to grow your genre. And I think that going back to Arcane Studios, they're the first studio that took the invasion piece in an, in an FPS environment from Dark Souls and did it well. So yeah. I think we're going to see this take, mechanic. Take in, your uh, own spin, you know, don't 
Yeah. Just because something exists doesn't mean that you shouldn't take a crack at it and put like your own unique idea on it. Like nobody's going to rewrite that story the way you would or tell that the way you would or like the characters the way like you would create those characters. Like we said about, you know, like League of Legends where it's like a lot of it was just style and personality of the characters that really help like get like deeper, memorable like and like that's easy to say like oh just make a, a unique idea with memorable characters and like a really fun gameplay but yeah yes. you know like it's taking inspiration from the things that you love and then like putting your own french twist on it uh <laughs> you know <laughs> a shout out to hurricane there <laughs> yeah but but yeah man they're 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 the first me too in the fps space and i'm I'm intrigued on where this will go because I I think that Dark Souls definitely started something and and they're not even the first person to do something like this really right because like like I yeah. guess with just pure invasions probably they are but the concept because wasn't it in Diablo like you could be like the PvP you could actually do go into the dungeons and fight bosses and shit too right yeah <laughs> and the PvP just kind of went with it so so something. <clears throat> Man, I need water. But something's been done before. But you know, you put your spin on it, and uh, you know, see what happens. Like uh, this know. might be like depending if this game like hits really hard or not. Like, there's a lot to this too with like the way that uh, video game interactivity goes with like people streaming and stuff. Like, if you can add like uh, that kind of interactivity with like chat or something, like if they can figure out like some sort of like a way to have it connect to your Twitch stream or like, you know, cause I know like uh, Amazon who owns Twitch kind of already has it where you can connect other game accounts and stuff. Yeah. I could see a lot of bigger studios doing stuff like this now where it's like, if you're a streamer, you can be like, Hey, set invasion on for people in my stream, you know? And then like people who are watching, you can like uh, get into your game. They're legitimately like, stream sniping you as a, as a yeah. gameplay feature. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's pretty great. That would, yeah. that would be awesome for, uh, you know, bigger streamers and, and things even smaller streamers just playing with the small community that's yeah or just like just so you don't have to take in friend codes and add people like no offense to people on stream but like i don't need like you know 350 different people like added to like my you know overwatch game just because we might play at one point because then you can get flooded with messages and stuff make it where it's like hey this is like a twitch like twitch invite only friend invite only yeah. uh, and then like party me up but instead of like random people from the the general unwashed masses like just people in my chat allow them to like party up with me for now uh and then also give me like features to control that too like so if they're being like crazy or annoying or like i can mute yeah. or block them quickly. yeah so uh, that's a it's a great evolution of it that's a great uh community evolution that's yeah that's i, awesome I think idea. like this these invasion type type of games that's might be a, an avenue for it but like i don't know, people have been saying that you know, like uh game streaming is kind of dying as a whole anyway but yeah so, i think it's just evolving i don't think it's dying i think it's evolving it's a different podcast else. you know yeah, that's true <laughs> you get into a whole true. other other world but yeah <laughs> yeah man so let's uh let's uh, start wrapping up here so i have to say um you know the podcast is now we're we are now in the time where we are predicting the future. You know, <laughs> I ended. I ended say telling in software like they're gonna ever listen to this, but I I told them someone else is gonna do this idea because you put it out in the universe, and someone's gonna do it before you did, and you're gonna shoot yourselves in the foot. I think it's here. I think that 
that uh, you know your your brother or sister down the hall took that idea, you know, and yeah. they're they're they copied your homework, like you didn't yep. turn it in. Now they're getting all the credit. Yep, yep. And now Doom Eternal is working on uh, Horde mode, which it works for that style. And I know a lot of people are who love the single player, just like they don't want any interactivity in multiplayer, but. You guys dropped the ball. You guys missed it. You guys missed it for, for such a great game. You guys, you guys fucked up and you missed it. And like, let's like be real. Like horde mode just work on it. Is lazy. Like horde mode is like the laziest game type mode, or like a uh, wave mode. Like, no, I agree you don't think it's to lazy? a point. I, I agree to a point because most most implementations of horde mode is lazy as shit. But yeah. um, Gears of War, who really started that style of gameplay well popularized it i should say style of gameplay have definitely done something with it to where it's not lazy there's a lot to their horde mode uh killing floor one and two are basically wave shooters that are based on it with boss fights at the end and i think they did a lot uh the orcs must die series is something that was born out of a pure horde mode thing dungeon defenders as well i think games it's it's not when it's tacked on to a game like Mass Effect, for example, their Call Mass of Duty. Effect series, like Horde Mode was just there. Uh, Call of Duty had that weird one where I was like spe- specialist. Yeah. Yeah, that was fucking terrible. Like yeah. Yeah. And, uh, their zombies works, I think. But there, there's another one where they used like the AI. The AI was just like you increasing waves of it. That was really bad. Um, so I think tacking it on, lazy. And I think I, I, I think it has higher caliber because i don't think it'll be a pure tack on maybe they'll do something new with it but it doesn't sound like it and the fact that they're gonna drop this entire invasion idea for a horde mode that doesn't seem like anyone at the studio was even thinking about working on is worrying uh i hope for the best but uh expect the worst you know <laughs> um, yeah like but- i said it's a it's a fairly easy type of mode to implement it's easy to implement, hard to make fun and like good and have long, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and have log have any legs to it, which is hilarious because uh, like Gears of War two, uh, which popularized the horde mode, right, still has people going on and playing it like on OG Xbox, like that's yeah. still like the horde mode people prefer, which is insane. So you know, well, well, time will tell. Um, and id software i think has more more credibility than than to add a tacked on mode so you know like i said hope for the best expect the worst uh you know any any final thoughts for yourself chip on this uh great little topic we call life (laughs) just keep living it do your best out there uh keep your eyes open for ideas and like your own put your own unique spin on different ideas and like write that down write it down (laughs) jot it down do us all a favor uh, and like you know, you might have a great idea, you might have a bad idea, and you know, try and figure out how to make the the minimal viable product and test it out and see if like you really have something there. And if not, you know, hey, you know, you tried, you scrap it and, and move on. Like you, you want to try like uh, you want to take ambitious, fast paced movements and try and implement it. And if it doesn't work, like just scrap it and, and go to the next one because you're gonna have like a, a ton of great ideas and like you're going to build stacks. So like you might have like something here and it'll work all right. And then you're like, us oh, isn't that great. So you toss it. And then like, you'll start building something else. You'd be like, you know, what would be perfect for this. That little, that little speck of magic dust I had over here. Yep. yep. Once <laughs> again, <laughs> it closes the thoughts. You know, 
don't don't always ignore the good idea fairy, right? Like, yeah. Like id software had the good idea fairy, you know, show up at, at night and they're like, let's do invasions, but for doom, because the single player is what people love. But let's add let's add a little component where you know people can invade the single player worlds. So we have that great gameplay combined with PvP. Great idea, guys. Let's let's do it. And then not listen to the good idea fairy they cited covid as a you know excuse for it and the challenges of working remotely which sure but everyone had to deal with that right why not keep keep working on it and i, I don't yeah, it's almost like you were never working on it <laughs> exactly yeah. i don't understand why you wouldn't uh you know if, you, if it's taking some time and you're it, it's already been almost a year right like like i figured it wasn't coming out this year anyway like why not just go hey you know we got fucked by COVID like everyone else in the, in the world. Let's we're, we're still working on it. And then release the horde mode as like a stopgap. Because like you said, horde is very difficult to do, but if they're doing something different with it, maybe, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I wouldn't mind like an invasion co-op mode with friendly fire. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be pretty great too again uh dark souls like stable already right just yeah 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 so so good maybe shit, instead man. of one person you could have you know 50 people for co-op yeah God, it's amazing so dude <laughs> so, <laughs> so just imagine so like a, an alley of just thugs mowing down everybody else dude uh Rot- played- running 20 deep in the woods bro with the with the homies have you played serious sam uh, not the new one, no. Okay, well, just in general, like maybe play that co-op because that's basically what you what you want. There's like eight people, yeah. and there's like a thousand enemies on the screen that you're all mowing down. Like, nice. yeah, good, good shit, good shit. It's forty-eight, I believe. It might have been a mod, but yeah, man, that's uh, that's our time, brother. That's, that's uh, it. That's the combo. Thanks for wobble, stopping guys. by. Like, subscribe, share with twenty thousand of your closest friends. Uh, right, and if you don't have twenty thousand friends, just you know, we get them.